0: So, Darius and I like this episode for two different reasons. Very different reasons. <laughs> um, but before we get into either of those, this episode starts with, if you recall, the last episode ended with everybody stuck it, in a graveyard yeah, with no transportation. Because
1: whole horse stole their car.
0: Right. And this episode begins with them riding a carriage that they- They
1: quote unquote acquired. And right. I
0: have a lot of questions.
2: Yeah. Maybe it's another case of Star Platinum stealing shit.
0: But from where? Like <laughs> yeah. Star Platinum has no range. That's right, the other. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, wait. Yeah, I know. So that I just realized <laughs> that. How was Star Platinum stealing all those things from jail? Was he stealing
2: them from the cops? Yeah, maybe it was impound. Like <laughs> That's... maybe it was. Uh,
1: yeah, maybe Jotaro's cell is like adjacent yeah, to adjacent some kind to, of
2: to the, the impound.
0: That's the wow. only thing I yeah. can understand because I'm just like, and
1: somebody was traveling with that book on ghosts spelled G O A. Yeah, G O
0: A. Because I'm like. <laughs> ghost, That's like the main problem with Star Platinum is it's like A on everything except range. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that
2: Hashtag nesting Jotaro. <laughs> <so.
0: laughs> and so I'm just like, he can't get very far. So how was it going around and grabbing all this shit for him? I just realized that. I'm imagining like, like I'm
1: imagining like Jotaro, like snapping to the walls, like when like, Starfottan <laughs> gets a certain distance away he's just like being dragged around the cell.
0: <laughs> I just had this very strong urge to stand over in this corner somehow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: now they finally have their very own speed wagon. Ah, okay. ah.
0: Welcome to Jojo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. My name is Courtney Stanton.
1: I'm Elizabeth Simmons,
2: and I'm Darius Kazemi.
0: Thank you for joining us today here in this most important piece of media in all of history.
2: I concur.
1: <laughs> you have to picture me like in the corner, like reading a book.
0: So yeah, so they're in this carriage that they clearly stole, apparently, and they get to—I
1: don't even remember
2: where no, they're. They are. They're actually going to Karachi. That's right. Where that's where they are.
0: And they encounter Darius's favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah, that's where, including that's where...
2: me, Steely Dan. No, <laughs> not yet. It's where it's where Joseph goes. Hey, look, a doner kebab place. <laughs> I love doner kebab. It's my favorite thing. Are you still uh, quoting Joseph? No, yeah. no, no. This is... is just this is a Darius original. <laughs> they sound um, the same though, yes, right? Yeah, yes. I love doner kebab. It's my favorite thing. I love. that We get a little bit of tourist facts about. Donut kebab, how it's the hamburger of the Middle East. Whenever I'm in Europe or, or the Middle East, it's good shit. It's incredible. I highly recommend having it if you're traveling. Don't. It's not great in the States, so like, don't really bother here.
1: What kind of meat is it typically?
2: Uh, it's typically a, a mixture of beef and lamb. But it,
0: lamb over in Europe is different than here, right?
2: Which yeah, is why usually, it's not as good here. Yeah, in Europe they use uh, Turkish lamb, which is actually a fattier like species, basically. So it's uh, Is it, it
1: like less gamey?
2: It's definitely less gamey, yeah. It's it's like it's, it's it's wonderful, yeah. I didn't I don't like lamb here in mm-hmm. the states because we get all the um, like Australian and New Zealand lamb, which mm-hmm. you know, no offense to my friends who are New Zealand shepherds. I do, have, <laughs> I actually do have one friend who is a shepherd in New Zealand. So, but really? uh, yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: So that is actually, if you are familiar with our show art for
2: season three, that is what Darius is holding. Yes, I am. Yes. I'm holding. I'm I am drawn as as Joseph holding a donor. So yeah, I just love this. I also had forgotten, even though it's my favorite seen in all of jojo's (laughs) Uh, really
1: not there isn't one in diamond is unbreakable that you like better no
2: i no i like this one the best if you if you find my character in diamond records uh and go to my profile the the little message that i have written for anyone who sees it is uh is that donor kebab um so uh, and and joseph's my avatar so it's it's old sif uh yeah um but uh, I'd forgotten that the donor kebab itself is rendered in 3D. I love that. <laughs> it's like this 3D rotating, glistening, glistening I want, meat. Yeah. Hunk of meat.
1: I wonder, like, I want to be like, I want to, I want to meet the the animator who worked on yeah, that. Like, did yeah. they hire out for like somebody who specializes in food? Did they go to a specific? Mm. Like, I'm thinking about Shirobako. They, and probably, it, like... yeah. have yeah. they yeah. probably
2: have a food person. This is JoJo's. They probably have like, a food person. But like, how staff. often
1: do they have to 3D animate food?
2: Yeah. And I'm thinking
1: <laughs> about there, like yeah. Shirobako and like yeah, yeah. how there's that yeah. one studio that like only does cars. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. I wonder if they
0: tried it, not 3D, and they were like, this isn't working.
2: This isn't working. Yeah. It's got to, it's got to, I mean, it's donor kebab. It rotates. That's the yeah. whole point.
1: Whereas if it was like an old anime that was made in the 80s, they would have hand drawn that rotation and right. it would have had that cool 80s yeah. anim, 2D anime rotation right. look. But right. it's not. So um, they got to, they had to outsource it.
2: And then they go straight from the, he tries to buy some kebab. And they go right into a a long description of how one haggles Great in a scene. middle eastern country fantastic scene i uh I love haggling like this i've done it in Egypt before actually and uh it's i've it's done a it fun, a lot too
1: and it's really fun it's just
2: fun it's it 's a game it 's a game yep. that you play with the with the other person and uh, I know Courtney thinks it's like a nightmare but
0: I'm just I'm used to more formal business negotiation haggling, where I'm not accustomed to like
2: the whole emotional like oh no you wound me sir like yeah yeah. the theatrical haggling yeah fun
1: it's
0: great
2: yeah the best part is like the best part is when you pretend to walk out that's that's yes
1: I love doing it it's like you get such a rush like are they gonna are they gonna call me back are they gonna do do it it. it. (laughs) it's really fun and you know like like you know like generally you always end up like paying more you know and like they show in this scene like you generally end up paying more anyway than like a thing is quote-unquote worth or whatever but like who cares yeah
0: (laughs) and then what's interesting to me and i think i have like deep lore questions about is it turns out that the donor kebab vendor (laughs) Is the enemy stand, the and use. enemy stand user, <laughs> and so this is where I'm like, is this a situation similar to like Nana from back in the Empress episode?
1: Oh my gosh, I just remembered! Isn't Nana the name of the the musical artist who did Oh Jerry? 90,
0: 99 Love yeah. Below? Oh yeah. Nana, oh, okay. Like with her, where it turns out she had been conning Whole Horse for God knows how long, and like working yeah. undercover. Yeah, and living and working undercover as a 16 year old for reasons is steely dan dan of steel
2: <laughs> i love that
0: <laughs> there is out there a really wonderful fan manip of steely dan who is mistranslated for kinda, you know trademark and copyright reasons as dan of steel for the crunchy uh and in american audiences but his name is steely dan so is that his day job is selling donor kebab
2: yeah i think he's a kebabie well he's, he definitely uh,
1: his... has a has like a history you know, he has like a normal price.
2: Yeah, because he even thinks to himself like haha, I normally sell this for 150 yen. So he clearly understands the local market. If he's undercover, he's must have been undercover for long enough to be a pretty good kebab yeah. salesman.
1: Yeah, he's in pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. A... Deep cover yeah. <laughs> deep cover
2: kebab. So
1: it's like or is this
0: just like normally he lives there? And now they've entered his territory.
2: Right. Is he doing
1: right. the assassination like as a a side job?
2: Right. Like, or like what? Right, like Karachi is Steely Dan yeah. Turf and right. and so you know.
1: And they and Dio like reached out to him and was like right. hey, hey, these
2: guys are gonna be passing through Karachi. Like, do uh, I hear I heard, heard good good things. <laughs> yeah, I heard good things about your kebabs and also your killing abilities. The whole thing is wild. It's actually Enya who recognizes Steely Dan yeah. first. Yeah. Uh poor A. I can't believe I'm saying this, but poor Enya. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh no, you've come for yeah, me. And then tentacles come out die. of her her Everything. face. Yeah, her like eye holes and her Ugh. nostrils and her mouth. Orifices. And every every hole in her face. Even, yeah. Ev- even, the, even the things that don't seem like holes. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not a good look and it seems very painful. Yeah, yep. it's not and
1: a good way to go. I and also... It,
0: I like that Cockyween is the one who's like, that's not a stand. That's like real. That's happening.
2: Like, those are there. And they figure out pretty quickly it's flesh bud related because the tentacles uh, evaporate in sunlight. So, this uh, is
1: the most uh, ACDC brain ish flesh situation we've seen for sure yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: absolutely is um and so yeah that's the end of enya where she's just
2: and she Did they ask
1: her for her for like information about dio's dad, right and she's
2: like joseph's like dio turned on you he sent this assassin after you because he doesn't trust you and so he's really a bad guy so you might as well stick it to him one last time before you expire
0: and yeah, I really appreciate that. Like she's just in complete denial, and she's like, "Dio would never do this yeah, to me." Yeah, no, he would.
2: No, he's not. Like
0: it's happening yeah. to her, and she's like, "This could, like yeah. Dio would never do this." Right. He, I'm so loyal to him. Like we don't have that relationship. Like
2: I, I'm right. just like this flesh bud yeah. that is tearing me apart from the inside wasn't put here by Dio. I don't have a flesh bud. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like
1: it's it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> like, poor Anya.
0: Yeah, man. It's like, she gave him everything. Yep. One of of
2: the more gruesome (laughs) JoJo villain exits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, pouring out blood from
2: your face. Right. Well, and she's pretty much the mini boss of this season. Yeah. She's the only one besides Dio who has been teased from episode one. Yeah. Um, She's been in every scene with him, so. Right. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, I appreciate that Whole Horse was right.
2: Dio is terrifying.
0: Like like you should just kill her. I think I like that what he meant was it would be nicer. Yeah. It would be kinder. I I hadn't
1: I hadn't thought of that as like the double meaning. Like it would be put her out of her misery. Better for everyone. Like it'd
0: be it'd be the nice person move to just kill her. Once again we get reminded that it's like, oh yeah, Dio's stand, that's a thing that suddenly we all care about. Right. We just noticed and remembered that Dio. Has a stand, and so we give a shit about it. I love Steely Dan. I love yes. everything about him. I love all his poses. He's a beautiful boy. He is another beautiful man.
1: I love his eyebrows.
0: Yes. His eyebrows those, are great. With those elaborately shaved eyebrows. Yep. I want to talk for a minute about his outfit because he has he's wearing this shirt that is more of a tunic, but it's cut high on the sides, so it like hangs down in the front. And then he's got a little belt on it. And then he's got these incredibly high, kind of blousey, thigh-high boots. Like, they're puffy around the ankles. I mean, it's kn- very Pillar Man. It is very Pillar Man. Oh, yeah. So it's like they go all the way up to the very almost top of his thighs, And then he's got pants on underneath, but in that way where I feel like if he was a woman video game character, he would not have pants on. Oh, it's kind of like
2: it's kind of like jockey pants. Like it's like a situation with the boots, and then again, it's Iraqi's.
1: Like I just really want to draw everyone in chat. Yeah, Yeah. but it's like it's this
0: weird. It's like a very romantic outfit, like some sort of like
1: like he's probably wearing a codpiece underneath. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Thank you. Anytime. It's a really strong, incredible look. He he looks like he would write poetry under a tree somewhere, but instead he's going to torture the shit out of Joe. You know? <laughs> this is one of those things where I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening. That's what keeps happening. Like, I think that every time I watch this episode, I'm like, I really can't believe that they made this and put it on TV.
1: Yeah, I remember watching it with you the first time <laughs> and you were like appalled. I was just, and I was like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: like, I just can't believe that this was a situation
1: that Araki
0: decided to put his main character in and I got to watch it.
2: This episode is, and this whole encounter with the stand user is actually much more like what we see in Diamond is Unbreakable than, it's it's atypical for a Stardust Crusaders stand. Uh, for starters, Steely Dan just comes right out and says... Here's how my stand. In fact, he's in the middle yeah, of explaining how it works when Joro jo- jo- jo punch sucker punches him. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "You idiot! I was just about to explain why you shouldn't sucker punch me." <laughs> Meanwhile, Joseph's in the background, like, ah, yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like this whole episode is about. Jotaro having to have emotional regulation. <laughs> yeah,
1: and him, yeah, him trying not to lose his cool.
0: Which is great. It's also about Jotaro having to do things he doesn't want to do, which is weird because it's usually not like it's a, it's a much more psychological.
2: Yeah. Well, one thing he battle. doesn't want to
1: do is not punch people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And um,
2: Cocky like, dude, don't. He has to like restrain him like yeah. four times. Yeah. From punching. yeah. Which is also hilarious because there's
0: no fucking way.
1: Well, that Star Platinum could
0: be held back.
1: Well, Kakuin, <laughs> I mean, Jotaro was green. sensitive about Kakouine. Yeah, yeah. I yes. know.
2: Oh, right. It's their relationship that yeah. allows them to do that, yeah. not yeah. the yeah. brute strength. Yeah, I know. The, which is that's what I mean. Is I like I think that
0: that Jotaro is like letting himself yeah. be oh, talked yeah. down, yeah. but is. It's cute to see Hierophant Green like stopping Star Platinum's fist with his little webby hand. I'm like, that's not... <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, that's yeah. not doing much. Yeah. So we find out that the lovers, this tiny microscopic stand that like flies up your nose into your brain. Sure. and Love it. Uh, and like holds on to your it's hanging out in your nervous system and uh because this whole episode because is just of the that whole... one
1: episode of the magic school bus or like the movie Innerspace. inner space yeah yeah uh, honey be- i shrunk the kids
2: because uh i do think it's a little bit clever though because it's inverting the thing where normally it's a disadvantage that your stand gets hit and then you personally get hurt and vice versa. But this is actually the whole strength of this stand is that he puts a tiny stand in your nervous system, which hooks into your nervous system. So then his nervous system becomes your nervous system. Uh, so then, and he amplifies it so that if he gets punched, then you get punched, or whoever his target is gets punched like 10 times harder. Right. Uh, and it's. Um, I think it's pretty clever. Uh, it's also, we also learn um, one of the rules, uh, which has been sort of implied, but basically the less powerful your stand is, the longer your range is. Right. Uh, this, is, this is actually a pretty consistent rule in the JoJo's universe. This is a stand that is so not powerful, like it works on the microscopic level, that his range is apparently hundreds of kilometers.
1: Right. Like, the, I mean, because it's all, um, it's like, you know, I mean, they show the, that, like, stats web thing. Yeah, the web stats thing. web. Yeah. yeah, and so the stats web is always, like, it's not balanced necessarily, but there's, like, a sense of balance to it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, there's always gonna, you know, things pull. You only have so much whatever. Right.
2: So many character points to
0: spell your
1: yeah. stand, yeah, exactly. right?
0: So, basically, Jotaro can't fight Steely Dan as long as Joseph has right. the lovers in his head.
1: He can't use physical... He's the the fighter type, and he can't use that. Right. So yeah. he has so to figure out a different. He way.
2: can't use his punch elemental. Yeah. Right. So he's been
0: neutralized. Um. And so, meanwhile, I like that immediately Joseph and Kakumine look at each other and have some sort of like
1: mutual understanding. Yeah. Element. Like,
0: like, like, mm, and they nod and take off. And and Polnareff's like, wait, what? What are we? What are we doing? Well, so then they ah!
2: yell, So then yeah. they
1: yell back their plan, and it's like <laughs> yeah. you just defeated never mind but, <laughs> well they
2: don't tell the whole plan they no. just say keep this guy busy while we run well they and, said
1: we're running away as right, far as possible right but yeah.
2: but that's not actually what they're it's doing it's true that's true they're not running far at all they they're, they're just going, going to to, a, a to an electronics store <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and are just going to radio shack
0: <laughs> and i like i like that the, again it's like all right we're going to use a hermit purple av cable yep. and <laughs> Yeah, so
2: we literally get to see and and like I love Joseph is like oh we're looking at the inside of my brain this sucks. I love Joseph. Why
1: did I have to do this? It reminds me of um all the times in Battle Tendency like where he when he stepped on the Nazi's hand and he's like ew I just stepped on the Uh, grossest thing ever. Or when he grabs (laughs) the 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 door handle that's actually the Nazi's hand. He's like ew. ew, ew, ew." Well,
2: and uh, (laughs) and he references Battle Tendency in this episode too. He says you know there was a time fifty years ago when I had poison in my body like. Yeah, in my heart in my yeah, heart
1: they call it love
2: yeah <laughs> and so yep yeah. and uh, uh so yeah he's like again referencing yeah he's re- referencing battle tendency but never caesar nope nope uh, uh,
1: unless no unless you think that's what he meant i think he means i think he means the rings, means the rings full of poison <laughs> in the, his heart the literal <laughs> rings of poison
2: yeah <laughs> But you know, I, I, nice try. <laughs> I,
0: I I normally agree with you on erotic subtext, but I think I'm that not, one is I the mean, I'm, the, I'm, the plot point. I'm joking,
1: but but also but also what but if also I is she? but also what if I want to interpret it that you one? can yeah. then that's you can't something you can do.
0: Me. No, I no can't. we can't
2: stop you <laughs> unless unless we send our stands into your head and stop you from interpreting. Good it that
1: point, way. but yeah. I don't think either of your stands can do that. No, so can't.
2: speaking of which, uh, we learned that stands can shrink. <laughs>
1: yeah so, sure so sure so
2: noriaki Kakyoin,
0: stand rules lawyer <laughs> decides all of a sudden that
2: you can shrink your stand down yeah, he's like it's just it's just a projection
1: of he's your like internal on the spirit Supreme so. Court of stands yeah man like he's, he's like all right new law
0: yeah and it's like and they're just like oh okay and it's like Kakyoin. now we can do it Kakyoin and Polnareff suddenly know how to- well and this is like this is how theater works like this is the like how it's like you say a thing and it becomes true, and so it's like, well, now that we've said it, it's real in this universe, and we at don't least have for to, this episode. We <laughs> don't have to discuss it anymore more than that. And it's like, sure, become and so small. they just do it, and which I love. It's very elegant, yeah. but at the same time, it's like if you think about it a
2: little, it's like, wait.
1: I mean, I really <laughs> just wonder if they can become huge in addition to being small, like Ant Man.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think th- I think they can. I don't think they can get like. Too big because you, then you get into like just stand range issues. Right. But, um,
1: and also like so many issues. Well, I think right. then
0: it's like does it become a, is it literally displaying like the quality of your character or something like how tall can you make your stand and then it's like i'm a better person like I think, <laughs> well, is
1: maybe there... just like a stronger person yeah like a i like to think more... that the
2: boys have stand shrinking and growing competitions with each other in oh their downtime Horrifying. i'm yep. thinking
1: about like a star platinum like macy's day parade float, <laughs> like, balloon <laughs> Just, you see Thanksgiving yeah. Day per
0: yeah. month, I should say okay well that yeah. now I want that I just, oh
2: also so like if I much were much. a if I were a stand user and I were like just hanging out in the city I would be making my stand do bunny ears on people and like <laughs> dance you funny you in front of them because they can't see and that way <laughs> if anyone's like snickering I'll know then they're a stand, know they're user. stand user yeah so. so, if
1: you were in that one city, everyone would be snickering. Yeah, yeah. And, if I was in Varnosaurus. whoever yeah. you were bothering would be punching you. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> everyone's yeah. a stand user in that city. My
2: God. That's the wrap on them for the episode because, I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in this order, but, they're uh, trying but to save at, by lives. the end of the episode, yeah. they're like headed towards the stand, but they don't get there. It's yeah. to be continued. Meanwhile, <laughs> we get. Courtney's this is the part this is this is Courtney's equivalent of a donor kebab.
0: Oh my god, it's just so good. Um so yeah, so meanwhile, jo- Jotaro is like babysitting Steely Dan, I guess, like in a way, cuz it's like he's just hanging out with him.
1: Yeah, making sure he doesn't <laughs> leave, but he's not allowed to hit him.
0: Right. And cuz it's like so es- essentially Steely Dan is like kind of temporarily tamed Jotaro Kujo yep. I said, let's see, he punches him in the stomach, I think he hits him with the rock that he initially offers Jotaro Yeah. to use yeah. on him, and then he st- oh empties- he smacks a kid oh right, yeah he does, <laughs> well yeah he hits a child so that we get to see just how bad Steely Dan is and that he's right. very serious yeah. but uh, the
1: child is a human and not a dog, yes so, so he lives,
0: yeah, yeah so the kid's fine he let's see. Steely Dan then stands in front of Jotaro and searches through his pants pockets
2: <laughs> <laughs> to fish out his quote wallet. Yeah, mm-hmm. to find
0: his wallet. Uh, so he robs him. He also takes his watch, which is a Tag her, Which uh, where the fuck did Jotaro get? Th- like that is just like a you figured it out. I mean, you have a yeah, theory. I it's know. A my, good theory. My theory. So this is a multi-thousand-dollar watch. Uh, generally. And my theory is that that is one of the things that Star Platinum stole for Jotaro back when he was in
2: jail from the impound.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it had to be.
2: It was some gangsters in watch. the building. Yeah, it was some gangsters' watch that had gotten confiscated by the police. Yeah,
0: for for crimes. Yeah, it's
2: always probably got like a uh, like a yakuza like like you know. Yeah, it's a crime that's watch. Probably <laughs> that's you know? probably why crime Jotaro watch.
1: doesn't feel bad about not returning it.
2: Yeah, because it's a bad person's watch. Yeah, I mean Jotaro doesn't feel bad about anything.
1: Yeah, but I feel Jotaro... like he might like. I mean, he doesn't just... We don't watch him, like, steal from random people much. Well,
2: Also, I think... Also, also, I think any multi-thousand dollar watch canonically belongs to a bad person. That's fair. uh, Or deserves to be stolen from. It's like if someone hijacks a yacht, you know? like I'm not crying any tears. That's fair.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, Jojo, like, punched a completely innocent semi-truck and, (laughs) like...
1: Is there really such a thing? I'm just saying he left the driver. All semi trucks are born with sin.
0: (laughs) They were like, What do we do about this? And he was like, Just ignore it. Keep going.
1: Like, wow. Look, JoJo does not give a shit about property
0: damage or
1: people damage, murdering people. It's fine. At this point,
0: I think he's like
2: really in the dark part of his soul.
1: (laughs) He's like realizing what he's done. He's like, I've taken so many lives. <laughs> he's like whatever. So he's just I'd like it. to see
2: I'd like to see Jodoro and Kylo Ren oh together in uh
0: Jodoro in those pants. <laughs> That's really high pants. <laughs> you
2: still haven't seen the last no, show. No,
0: but I've even... seen that one yeah. screenshot. It's so weird because every time I see that screenshot, I think someone has manipulated it. And I have to remind myself <laughs> no, all that's over actually, again that yeah. it's really his head to shoulder ratio. Yeah. And then they come upon it like an open sewer grate, which I just I have a lot of questions about what that's doing there. It's a drainage ditch. Sure. Yeah. And rather than step over it, Steely Dan has the brilliant idea that Joro should lay down and be a human bridge for him and this is, i really got to give my hat uh take my hat off to to david productions because in the manga it's definitely like a few panels but david productions really just like lays it on very thick like how hard it is for jotaro to make himself <laughs> lay down like how
1: hard mentally
2: yeah, yeah he doesn't want to do it at
0: all it's just Jojo Kujo being incredibly angry and forced to do things that he doesn't want to do and put up with things he doesn't want to put up with but one of them is definitely stretch himself out it's a really wide ditch It's this, he's like yeah. six foot
1: five <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's three. his full like, arm's length. He's completely
0: right. stretched out and at full tension and trying very hard to be a bridge, which then gets not only stepped on, but then bounced on. Which was
2: added by David Production. That was also right, added the-
0: on. This is I like is maybe one of the horniest things that this show has ever done. Um,
2: I found some excellent cosplay of Steely Dan and Jotaro uh, and the cosplayers absolutely have the whole mood down. There's yeah. lo- there's a lot of like Jotaro shining uh, the shoes of the boots of Steely oh, Jesus, Dan, that kind of perfect. thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: That, that doesn't happen yet in this episode, but in the next episode there's, there's even more, um, yeah, like light body service and commands and ordering around. It's just like, it's so much. Yeah, Jotaro Kujo gets walked on, and I, like, God bless. You make
2: a surprisingly sturdy bridge. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, He's he a does. sturdy guy. Yeah, he's
2: a very sturdy, you picked the sturdiest bridge. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think only, only, Jonathan, only Jonathan, Jonathan yeah. slash Dio would make yeah. a, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: In the right situation, Jotaro Kujo <laughs> can be a good boy.
1: Yeah, That's Jonathan. Jonathan would have gone the other. Would, would have gone horizontally. Yeah,
2: probably. yeah, yeah. That, yeah.
1: yeah. It Just his shoulder just like to say, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like he's eight feet wide. Right. It's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the ditch would have collapsed uh, <laughs> under him. This is like a really big. Character growth moment for Jotaro too, though, because he's, oh, yeah. he's doing this for his grandfather. Yes, he is. He's Aww. he's doing
0: absolutely all of this to protect his grandfather. And that's actually like when he gets ordered to to lay down and be the bridge. He he won't. He doesn't do it. And so Steely Dan actually kicks like a pylon, uh, which of course, meanwhile, which hurts, hurts Joseph, Joseph yeah. far away. And so then Jotaro lays down, and and so it's like. Oh, he hates it. He hates it so much, and he's doing it anyway. It's awesome. So, yeah. Final thoughts? Anything else? Oh, those are all um, my notes. No, other than
2: that, uh, I I think the the stand design is kind of cute on uh, the lovers. It it's, looks it's... very part four to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks it looks like Red Hot Chili Pepper with the little uh, beanie. Yeah. Mm, it's funny because
0: and I'll talk about this in the next episode but when he starts multiplying it actually reminds me a lot of Shigechi yeah
2: that's Yeah,
1: that's maybe probably what I'm thinking about
2: that's part one of the lovers and we'll be back next week with even more more lovers uh, even even more more lovers
0: lovers. Jotaro forced to do even more things he doesn't want to do if you can even believe it
2: contain yourself I can't
1: believe it I'll try I can't and don't believe it why contain it
0: it's
2: cool (laughs) Good night. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Ora, Oregon, at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at explainjojo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Joseph would leave for Donor Kebab.